0: Welcome to The Refresh from Insider. I'm Rebecca Ibarra. And I'm Dave Smith. It is Wednesday, December 7th, and we've got the latest news you need and want to know. Here's the latest. Time Magazine has announced its Person of the Year, and it is Vladimir Zelensky. When Russia invaded Ukraine in February, the world was surprised when the former comedian and actor-turned-president didn't flee the country. Instead, he stayed and fought, famously saying, quote, The fight is here. I need ammunition, not a ride. Zelensky stayed even as the situation became deadly. In the first month, 441 Ukrainians were killed as Russians marched towards the capital of Kiev. That's according to a new report from the UN. Time magazine says Zelensky has become a symbol of courage and hope. It's been 10 months and the Russian invasion continues.
1: And Zelensky is still in Ukraine with his people. With the victory of Senator Raphael Warnock over Republican challenger Herschel Walker in the Georgia runoffs yesterday, Democrats now have an actual majority in the Senate. 51 to 49. Not just a tie-breaking vote from the VP. Even though Republicans control the House, a majority in the Senate could prove useful for Biden's party. That means it should be easier to confirm federal judges and fill a Supreme Court vacancy. Democrats will also hold a majority in the committees, which are key to streamlining legislation. And it gives them more power to issue subpoenas and conduct government investigations. In Germany,
0: 25 people have been arrested for plotting to storm the country's parliament and overthrow the government. Raids happened across the country this morning, targeting members of a far-right group. Prosecutors say they subscribe to violent and racist conspiracy theories, including QAnon, and have been organizing a shadow government. The group, which doesn't appear to have a formal name, had denied the existence of a modern German state and was preparing for Day X when it would achieve power by force.
1: A restaurant in Virginia has caused an uproar after refusing service to a Christian group that opposes same-sex marriage and abortion rights. Here's what happened. The Christian group, Family Foundation, booked an event at Metzger Bar and Butchery in Richmond. About an hour before the event, the restaurant called to say it was canceling. The restaurant then took to Instagram to explain that the staff, made up mostly of women and LGBTQ people, didn't feel safe serving the group. The Family Foundation then wrote its own blog post saying the restaurant's actions were discriminatory, comparing it to establishments that refused to serve black people under Jim Crow. Legal minds are debating who's right in this situation, but both sides have garnered a ton of support and criticism online. Hey, in case you haven't noticed, we're publishing our first episode a little bit later in the morning, 9.30 a.m. Eastern, instead of our usual 7 a.m. As always, we'll be updating throughout the day with any breaking news, and we'll publish our final episode each day by 4.30 p.m. Eastern. So again, we start every day at 9.30 a.m. Eastern, and thanks for listening.
0: Just a day or so after news hit that Congress was weighing a bill that would force tech companies to compensate journalists for featuring their work, a new report says that bill is effectively dead. The Washington Post says the Journalism Competition and Preservation Act was completely left out of a congressional spending plan for 2023. The Senate Judiciary Committee approved the bill with bipartisan support in September, but it was met with heavy opposition from Meta, which threatened to remove all news from Facebook and Instagram if the bill was passed. Meta argued that featuring news benefited publishers' bottom line, not the other way around, and that tech companies shouldn't be forced to pay for content.
1: A nasal spray for people who overdose on opioids could soon be available over-the-counter for the first time. The FDA has fast-tracked the review of Narcan, which works in a few minutes to counteract the effects of an overdose, buying critical time for medics to arrive. Drug overdoses are on the rise in the U.S. 105,000 people died from an overdose in the 12-month period ending last October. But there is one barrier to this nasal spray, the cost. Narcan goes for $160 a pop. Community groups and charities are working to absorb those costs and distribute it for free. Following public outcry, legislators in San Francisco are walking back a policy that would have allowed city police to use robots as a deadly force option against suspects. They approved the practice last week, but now they're kicking it back to a committee for, quote, further discussion, which could take into account the criticism from civil rights groups that say a force of killer police robots retrofitted with tiny bombs could needlessly endanger lives and make the public um, uncomfortable. This doesn't mean the policy is dead, just in bureaucratic limbo. Back in February, 40-year-old Camille
0: Heron won the Jackpot Ultra Running Festival's 100-mile race in Nevada. She beat everyone in the field, men included, and smashed the world record, which she had set, mind you, by over a minute. It was a huge personal accomplishment for her, as you might imagine. But now, officials from USA Track and Field say her win is invalidated because, after re-measuring the course, the race itself was about 700 feet too short. A director of the festival says a USA track and field official certified the course's length that day as 100 miles and is frustrated that the organization waited eight months to perform a remeasurement, doing so without their knowledge or involvement. Heron, as you might imagine, is urging for another official remeasurement, this time with the race director
1: on hand.